Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. So at the end of last episode, you had finally reached and defeated the frost gaunt you were sent to kill and rescued Arvid from harassment by undead crows and bats. You are in a under you are in an underground tomb beneath a ruined castle. You are surrounded by shards of bone and ice. You've taken pretty much everything valuable from this room. What would you like to do? Uh had we sorry, had we already rested? You took a 10 minute deciding what to do and casting prayer of healing break, but not a full short rest before. So you have not rested. You decided the tomb was maybe a too spooky a place to spend an hour. Uh, I mean, there's that. Also, my concern was more I wanted to keep an eye on the horse while we rested. Since, there doesn't, since we seem to have dealt with the, the like, gesture of the like, litter of bat corpses. <laughs> yeah, there are bat corpses and crow corpses over the ground they all have been expanded by the ice that has formed within them and as the ice is melting it's just leaving tatters but the ice is now melting and the whole area feels a bit warmer so we take a rest yeah cool you take your short rest go ahead and press the short rest button roll any hit dice you want to roll do your stuff excellent the horse is eyeing you all with a slight degree of resentment that this is their life now. Did we get the did we get the the armor and everything from the from the crypt? Yes, I believe you you collected that all up and brought it up with you. I know when I with Maynard's help because it has now been actually canonically established that Maynard has a bag of holding. Oh yeah, I know we're not going to keep them, but I'd still like to. Uh... I'd still like to sketch the uh, the the signet ring, um, the the wolf head uh, with oak leaves around it, and uh, anything else that we find that has anything inscribed on it. Sure. And um, one more. Oh, the battle standard had a uh, fist. Yes, there was the there was the battle standard, and there was the signet ring. Um, roll me a history check. Okay. Twenty-five. Ooh, very good. Uh, in which case, now that you've got a moment to sort of sit and look at this ring as you're copying it, this emblem, this, um, you know, the, the wolf head and the oak leaf starts to ring some bells. And you're pretty sure that this is the emblem of essentially a, a druidic order. So a group of mainly elves, but not exclusively elves who make it their business to look after the health of the natural world. Okay. The fact that it's here suggests that 
this particular monarch was well regarded by them. Okay, interesting. Now, while we're resting, I might slide over to um, slide over to Maynard. Say, yeah, do you think you could have a look at this now? And I'll pull out the pendant, which is now hanging from my neck, rather than like I think I had it in a pouch before. Mm-hmm. Maynard is sort of just sort of resting and snacking on a piece of meat when he when um when Trick comes up to him and says, Oh, um yes, of of course. Is here okay? Yeah, why not? You know, if you want to keep this secret, maybe we should move away, or do you not mind? Uh, I think we'll pass that on. That's fine. That's fine. Okay then. More habit than anything else, and uh, you know, that's that's Emberkins. Um, Maynard uh, conjures a, a small low table uh, to for Ember to lay the pendant on and starts sorry trick to lay the pendant <laughs> on and starts preparing things for the ritual. There's a there's a chalk circle, a couple of bits of crystal and some some incense and a magnifying glass. And he begins the ritual. It takes 10 minutes of focus and peering at the amulet at different angles and some muttering and incantations in Draconic and mm-hmm. cast Identify. So you, you're already aware that this is a magical item just based on how it looks, based on the, the slight aura it gives off in your hand. But you finish the spell and this thing blazes with magic. This is probably the strongest spell you've ever seen. But this item itself doesn't have any power. This is the focus for a completed spell. Hmm. And the spell is designed to imprison an entity indefinitely. It's, it's related to the spells used by a lich to keep their reliquary fed. It is very strong magic to dispel it, to release the person or the creature in this prison would take a ninth level dispel. So there's something inside it? There is something inside it. You get faint traces that the sphere has previously been used for the same spell, but the one it's currently anchoring was cast roughly a hundred years ago. Okay. Maynard sits back from the table and just sort of puts his hands on the sides of his head and kind of disbelief and awe rubbing his temples and looks at Trick, looks back at the pendant, looks back at Trick, just moving his eyes instead of anything else. And he says, that's something you've got there. And there's something inside it trapped for a very long time. Well, long for us, a hundred years. I pick it up gingerly and I try to peer inside it. Not like, not quite like that. It's, 
it's magically trapped, maybe in some sort of pocket dimension or something like that. I'm not, I can't tell what's in there, but it took a very, very large amount of magic, more than I could even dream of casting to put it in there. Where, where did you say that you got this? Uh, I didn't. Huh, that's, that's quite odd. That's very odd. I mean, whatever's in there isn't getting out very easily unless there's some sort of trick to it. I wouldn't have to... I mean, obviously I'm not, not planning to hit it with a hammer or anything, but I mean... Oh, a hammer wouldn't do it. Not okay. unless that not unless that hammer was wielded by an extremely powerful wizard or warlock or something, a spellcaster. Oh that's that's a relief, I suppose. Still. Still. Um Huh. Well that that certainly is a thing, isn't it? Um so uh Barney. Mm-hmm. So to, to let the audience at home know. Um, my commander gave this to me for safekeeping. Yes, she did. When I retired from my, from the riding. Did that, does that strike me as in character? Did she strike me as a, as a mysterious sort, caught up in all sorts of high-powered goings-on? No, she struck you as a very sensible and practical person who was concerned that living quite a dangerous lifestyle, maybe it would be better if this thing that she herself had inherited was not likely to just get lost on the border if she got killed. Ah. She did tell you that this was something that she had inherited herself. Mm. Essentially, all she knew about it was keep it safe. It's going to turn out to be important again. Oh, no. I don't like that at all. I kind of, I kind of, I think, I think while I have been having this conversation with the GM, Trick has just been sort of like sat, like looking at it, like clearly lost in thought. I don't suppose there's any way you can find out what what's inside it, though. I mean, without letting it out. Ben, is there any way we Maynard would know to uh, find this? Roll Arcana. Yes, I can do that. Come on, plus seven, fifteen. You've already used identify, which would be like the first level, uh, the first stage of any kind of investigation like that would be what you cast. And that didn't tell you who or what was imprisoned. It's possible that if somebody more skilled in the arcane arts than you tried, they might get a little more. Um, There are other spells that can look into the history of an object that would potentially give you insight. Of course, scrying. Mm-hmm. That would be an option. Oh, uh, of course. Uh, scrying is, uh, it's like reading, it's like reading a history book of an object. You look backwards through its past from the present and the more power you put into it, the further you can go back. I don't know that spell. We might be able to find someone who who does, or in time I could learn it, but it would be a, a time. I sort of, I'm giving you the nod, 
that you've noticed non-wizards give you sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. And then that sort of look just fades into the, um, just fades into that, just fades into a more sort of solemn, pensive sort of look, just like, Do you ever get a feeling like you're carrying around a bomb? Well, I'm not carrying it, but now, <laughs> yes, I do. What's a bomb? Well, you see. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing with... It's a thing that you use, it's a thing that you use, it's a thing that you use, you put it, you dig a little hole in the bottom of, um, just at the base of a wall, and you pack the thing in, and you set it on fire, and it... And it puts breaks in the wall, hopefully. Yeah, it's that, it's that thing you do when you get a lot of like really sticky oil in a sealed flask and then you fuse it. <laughs> Did you want to cast Identify on anything else while you're here or are you done? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> I would like to, I would, uh, Maynard um, gets out the, the, the blue crystal that is carefully wrapped in oil cloth in his pocket because he's not put mm-hmm. it in the bag and he sets about doing the same ritual again uh, with the with the strange blue crystal. And cast identify again. Okay. Rilla's peering curiously over his shoulder. So the first thing that happens is you get the results of your identify spell, and this is this is weird. This is. More like a chunk of elemental matter than anything crafted, but the plane of origin is this plane, the material plane. But this thing has potential. It's it's magically active. Um, this is a shard of the crown of bone, which is the crown worn by monarchs of the forest, which you are now extremely confident is a powerful magical item in itself. Did I know that before? No, you knew that there was something about, something odd about the monarchy, about how it was inherited. You knew that there was a crown. You didn't know that it was a powerful magical object, but now that you know that this is a piece of it, you know it has to be. The piece you've got here doesn't have any, like, built-in spells or anything. It might ward off creatures of the forest. On the other hand, it might attract them. And it gives you the prickling feeling that something is looking back at you. Because part of the nature of the spell identify is that you have to make physical contact with the object to cast it. Yes. I would therefore like you to roll a wisdom save. Awesome. (laughs) Were you doing this this a little bit privately or or were you just doing it right next to me where I was? I think I probably would have waited um, for you to stand back and take your amulet back and stuff. Um, and oh, then... sure. I just have nowhere particular to sit except for... Well, May- Maynard would not have told anybody that he was doing this. He would have just done it because... Mm. Yes. Uh, that's fair, but you weren't, like, you weren't like hiding away or anything. No. It was just like, oh, I might as well do this thing while I'm here. That's cool. That's cool. Just, just checking for, for, for immediately future reference. Okay. Yeah, you're all free to know this is is happening, but it's a little late to to stop it happening. It's not allowing me to roll this. So hold on a second. I was ro- ah, I was clicking the wrong thing. Wisdom save. 
that's an eight. Okay. Okay. Oh, 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 that's a save? A wisdom save? Yeah. Not for everyone, just for Maynard. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. Are you within 10 feet of me? If Maynard yeah. is within 10 feet of me, they get a plus three bonus to saving throws. Which is still not very high, so. No, um, that would only push me up to an 11. Yeah. That's still better than an 8. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the 11. <laughs> Unfortunately, still not enough. <laughs> what can you do? You are not aware of having needed to make a wisdom save. Okay. What you are aware of, this thing gives you a feeling kind of like a compass. Was you it? are aware of it, it. It's pointing you in a direction. Right. I sort of stand up with this, th holding this thing in my hand, sort of not telling anybody what I've experienced, just sort of start turning in a circle to test it. Yeah, it, it, no, it points in a specific. It's not like it points, it's like. I get a feeling that it's pointing, that's taking me somewhere. Yes, it's not visibly rotating in your hand or anything. You just have like a homing pigeon, an internal direction that it just kind of seems like a good idea to go. If I move in the direction that it's compelling me to, does it feel good? Does it feel right? This, it's not like an immediate rush of satisfaction. It's not like a compulsion. Right, okay. It just generally seems like a good idea to go that way. You know, if you've got nothing more pressing to do, you could go that way. Maynard sort of takes the crystal back and sort of puts it in the oilcloth and then puts it in his pocket. Is he still feeling it? Mm-hmm. And if he puts it in the bag of holding? Still feeling it. Goodness, okay. This is the crystal from the um, inside of the ice court, is that right? Inside of the ice court, yeah. So, uh, I see, you know, I, 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 I've been idly watching you, you know. So what's the upshot on that one? Is it concealing things, ages, gone, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Um, how do I put this? This is a shard of the crown of bone. Huh? Hey Ben, can I make a um, can I make a uh, history check? I guess history. Sure. Is the crown of bone like you know legendarily said to be broken? Is what I want to find out. No, I mean. Okay, fair. It's just not. wearing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like it could be like ah, oh, well, the the crown now it's it's like pointy bits of being knocked off. No, you, you don't. There are no legends of of that kind. It's just it's the crown of the forest. So, like you're so like when you say that, I think I think my response is bloody not. <laughs> Metaphysically, and he stresses this with the, with the gesticulation of his hand. Metaphysically, it is. It absolutely is. I can tell that this thing has been part of another thing, and that other thing is the crown of bone. I don't know why, but it is. But, but it's not broken. So why was that Janazi looking for it? Oh. 
Hey, but just to be clear, is this like, did we, is it, was he actually a Genasi? Is it a Genasi like a thing? Oh yeah, that... did we know that that's what it was? Um, yeah, I mean, they're not unheard of. They're unusual, okay. but they're not unheard of and, and that was what he appeared to be. If it's not supposed to be broken, and yet here it is, then well, what's the queen wearing? Well, the, the thing is, is that about things can still look and appear whole even if they have bits broken off them. I mean, you break a branch off a tree, it still looks like a tree, right? I fundamentally hate this, but yes. So okay. maybe it's just one of those things that the crown is still the crown of bone. It's just this bit is also part of it. What, like it's supposed to be pointier? I, I don't know. I've never seen the crown of bone. I don't know. If you've never seen the crown of bone, how do, how do you know that it's part? Oh, no, you have seen the crown of bone. Not up close, but you've seen it. Well, yes, but not enough, not close <laughs> enough to know that it was missing bits because I have I mean, no concept enough, of it before this thing happened. Like, I can't, I, I don't, I know you must not have had a very large amount of contact with, um, with, with spellcasters of, of my kind, but this is just this kind of thing that you, that the spell does, is that you just, that you just, I just know. I, All right, uh, I'll it, just, it just is. All right, then why yeah. was it embedded in that thing's skull? I don't, I don't I'm not know. asking you, I'm just asking in general, do we oh, have I ideas? Mean, <laughs> these are the, these are the monarchs of old. Yes, but if, if that, Whoever that was was supposed to be wearing the crown. It would have the whole crown. If he just had a bit of the crown, that's it. Was it on purpose? Is it some Latin magical energies that were messing with things? How did this happen? Well, I mean, this is just gesticulating here. But if these were old monarchies, maybe they all had a bit of the crown, or. They weren't supposed to. Uh, can I make that history check now? Like, does this match any sort of story I've heard? Is what I'd like to. Sure, roll the check. Yeah. We'll also like to roll that check. I'm not good at history, but I did roll twenty, so that's twenty. Yeah, and I got nineteen. <laughs> good too. Okay, G give me just a second to. You're not aware of any legends about the crown being broken, anything like that. Hmm. You are both aware that. The crown is not just a physical object that is worn symbolically. The crown has a metaphysical connection to the concept of being monarch of the forest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes. So you understand, you understand that you know that the crown is is a crown as it's an object, but we both know that it's also a connection. In that weird metaphysical sense, so I, suppose I can see that. I, I would like to note I'm having out of character some uncomfortably British feelings about just like, oh, it's it's the crown. No, no, it's not just a crown. It's the crown. <laughs> <laughs> it is the metaphysical seat of sovereignty. Ah. But that it's it's not just that. And he sort of passes the the oil cloth with the crystal in it back and forth in his hands, and it's got a feeling to it feeling like like i'm being like there's something looking at me 
and it, well, it wants I to. Well, I don't like that. And no. it, 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 or I, now, feel like it's pointing somewhere. Which direction? Ben, where, which direction is this pointing <laughs> I mean, you're not comparing directly to a real compass, but loosely, north. Hmm. What's north of here? More forest, and then tundra, and then the North Pole and the edge of the world. So no, no big cities or anything? No. I mean, lo lots of settlements in amongst the forest, but nothing that stands out as major. We well, went to Paris somewhere, though. Well, we went to there somewhere, though, surely. Yes, actually, Trick would and Ember would both know this. Um, it's not the winter lair, it's the summer lair. That's oh, sorry. It's no, basically sorry. up in the tundra, and the queen just hunts reindeer through the summer. Mm. It's pointing vaguely. So that vague... would be loosely north of here. It's pointing vaguely north. I don't know why. I just feel mm. like it's a good idea to go there. Now, oh. I am not um, particularly comfortable with following the ideals of a magic crystal I found inside an ice gaunt, so I'm not going to try and take you north, if you think that's a bad idea. Well, I mean, all that's north is, as far as I'm aware, pigs, then reindeer, then somewhere up there, the Summer Palace. And I'm not, I mean, the first two I wouldn't mind seeing, the last one I don't want to go towards. I think maybe if Azar's been collecting these, Azar knows what he's doing. Yeah, I think we need to, we need to ask him about these. Well, we could just, we, we, we yeah, we've been- We shouldn't give the man something the that problems. has, will possess him. Like... Well, I mean, it's not whatever it is that happens. He he's been doing this for a long time. He knows what he's about. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Yes, I'm going to give him a gem that possesses him. That could definitely be seen as a threat. I'm not possessed. Either, either he it's knows the what he's thing doing. That he and... me for. I'm just saying we warn him and then we give it to him. Sure, That's sure, all. we can tell him that we had a reaction. I'm just saying let's let's not let's not let's we don't have to pick up every. Every, you know, danger and mystery that comes our way. We've got a lot on our plates. There is a weariness to that. <laughs> I know that you are technically. I know that I know that real is technically older than Trick, but in many respects, Trick is older. Than <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and really, really, really does not have. Really, just does not have the general like skeletal integrity to do all this gallivant. <laughs> <laughs> Trick's knees are too old for this. Trick's back is already killing them from all this hard riding. Like, I think the only thing to do is to be like, "Hey, Emberkins." Yeah. There's some of that wall's pretty low. I mean, we could just scramble it. I want to get the horse over. What do you think? Do you think we could maybe like unhinge some of these doors and just use them to sort of ramp up and down? Like Sounds doable. You're more of the. Um, you know, building type. Um, I mean. But, I mean, we've got to get down the other side as well as the only thing. Um, can't just push the horse off a four-foot drop. I don't think its ankles would take it. 
pretty sure. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like horse contests where you ride horses and you make them jump. I think it's steeplechase. Steeplechase. Yeah. Um. The height area is about three feet. Okay. Um, I think that's probably a bit a bit high to ask a horse to jump. And it is a good five feet wide, this wall. Oh, that's... So we're going, going up four feet and then four feet horizontal and then down four feet. It's, it's a substantial jump. Yeah, no, I just... Just whether we have to bother making a ramp down the other side, which I think, for the sake of the horse, who is also laden, you know. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Well, well, shall I just go on hang some doors and you can sort of uh, direct when I bring them down there, do you think? Because I think the doors yeah. are the, the best bit of solid wood we're going to get. Yeah, it's not terribly difficult to make a ramp. I will I will Sorry. <laughs> Does Maynard have a suggestion or is just No, he just rolls his eyes and he rolls his eyes and, and, and sort of just sides says should he use fly on the horse? <laughs> no. No no. You can't make it fly. <laughs> fly just runs it. You absolutely cannot make it fly. Okay, levitating the horse would be distressing for the horse, but the horse would go where you put it. Giving the costing flight horse, what you've got there, my friend, <laughs> is a horse which can just go in, which can just go and eat grass wherever it likes. <laughs> I, it. Well, I'm not, I'm not a horse person. I don't know. If you want to get on the horse, I can, I can cast levitate on it. We can shove it, I guess. That seems a lot more straightforward than making ramps. Which of these plans are you using, guys? Well, I guess I can probably, I'll sort of stand by and sort of soothe it. Alright, uh, could Ember not talk to animals? Mm, Does somebody have speak with animals? I could have sworn we had that. I feel like I did. You've definitely used it, so I hope you have it. Oh, (laughs) then yes, I do. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Okay, could you maybe maybe talk to the, the horse first and make sure it knows what's happening is okay with it. Uh, Hopefully, because otherwise it's going to have to make a constitution save and it probably won't like that. Uh, just a slight thing, which isn't going to occur to me, but might occur to you because I believe you've had this, well, no, a similar problem very recently. Does levitate work on large creatures? It works on... It says creature. It doesn't have a... Ooh, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, the possibilities. And also, even we don't have to like make it go in any part. We don't have to like somebody doesn't have to be riding it because it just floats gently to the ground. So even if it, you know, and you have previously discovered that when it says one creature, it doesn't mean one creature and also any other creature it's carrying. You tested that, right? Didn't yes. Work. So maybe somebody should hop the wall. So when no more than four hundred pounds. Weight of a horse. Uh, I was going to say, how much does horse weigh? I have no idea. They're big animals. They're big animals. They are very big animals. There you go. A moderate-sized horse is about 500 kilograms. 
So more than 500 pounds. Uh -huh. mm, quite a bit. I don't think you can ever take this horse. Now, I don't know that. <laughs> Damn. That's a fun fact that you have to find out about horses. <laughs> I, I mean, could I eyeball it and realize that the horse is, like, way heavier than 500 pounds? Yeah, go on. I won't, I won't make you waste the spell. You, you go through all this plan, and then you, you are, you know, just, you are preparing to cast on this horse, and you look up at the horse, and the horse looks at you, and you think, hmm, hmm. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I can cast Levitate on a horse. I could, I could maybe cast Levitate on a pony. Yeah, you could cast Levitate on a donkey. I'm almost certain. Yeah, probably a donkey. Your horse maybe is doing a horse. big trick. <sighs> well, fine. I'll go start unhanging doors then, won't I? However, your door plan is reasonable and practical and i will let you succeed at it it like it's annoying because you have to build a ramp and then you have to build a ramp downwards and then you have to persuade the horse that this is a thing it can walk on mm. but it's not dangerous it's sturdy enough you because this is your horse eventually do persuade your horse to exit the castle all you really lose is time we solve your horse riddle <laughs> <laughs> You mean the one that I made up on the spot when you rolled really badly on not falling into a spike trap and I didn't kill your horse by dropping it 20 feet into a spike trap. You're welcome. You're very sweet. Although, on the other hand, <laughs> that horse is worth as much as, is worth as, much as a fast as a fast of pony was. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not that I'm not fond of the horse. It's not that I wouldn't be upset. But also, it is only an animal. And I do regular. So, like, I'm not that. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, no. Remind me. Um, the thingy. The shard of the crown of bone that you have. Yes. Been interacting with. Um, is it on your person? Is it in your bag? What's, what's going on with it? Um, I have put it in the bag of holding with the rest of the treasure. But in, in, inside the bag of holding, it's also wrapped in that oilcloth. Sure, sure. So nobody else touches it. Yeah. Um, possibly unsurprisingly, should it come up, you will feel reluctant to part with it. I suspected as much. Yeah. It's not like physically impossible for anyone to take it off you or anything like that. It's just, you know, you want to keep it. Noted. And um, I'm sure my, my level of wanting to keep it may... Um, May increase as things. I'm progress. sure things may happen. <laughs> you are about three or four days uh, from Fosberg. What would you like to do? Are we just taking it as read that we're sort of resting here overnight? I mean, if you want to, if the, the, it's early evening, um, if you want to do something else. Just let me know uh, if you want to go back to Fosberg, or I know there was some talk of detouring to the other set of ruins. Trick is fairly, fairly eager on. Why don't we put the thing, why don't we give, bring the thing back, square this away, and then we can go look at other ruins. Ugh, are you one of those people that has to cross something off your to-do list before beginning the next to-do? I'm one of those people who doesn't want to get robbed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> okay, so do you you spend the night? Yeah. Yeah. Maynard. Hi. 
Hi. You have dreams. <laughs> awesome. I mean, you have dreams fairly regularly. You dream a normal amount. These are particularly vivid dreams. And notable because most of them are somewhat lacking in plot. They, they don't change. They don't have that specifically dreamlike structure of scenes moving into each other and events that don't quite connect following on. These dreams that you have tonight are of flying, and all that they are is of flying over a conifer forest with snow on the tips of the trees and on the mountain slopes. You can feel wind passing over your wings and you can feel cold air on your scales and you fly and sometimes you dive. You breathe out frost and snatch up your kill and eat on the wing and you just keep dreaming. It just keeps going. And when you wake up in the morning, you still have that pull towards something. But you're sure when you fell asleep, it was pointing through that wall, and now it's pointing through a different one. Uh-huh. Okay. That's it. Everyone else has a normal night. All right, everybody ready, up and washed and breakfasted and everything. We all good? Hmm. Maynard sort of rubs his eyes sleepily and looks out the window in the noted direction. He's feeling the pull-in because he, yeah. Did anybody else have interesting dreams last night? Define interesting, I suppose. I had this wonderful one where I was... A dragon, I think. It was all flying and forests. I don't know. Strange. Well, there you go. Back to Ferg, though. Should be in, what, days hard march? Maybe a bit more? Is it? It's, it's yeah. about, if, if you're, if you're, it's about three days. If you're just no, three days. pushing on, it'll take you about three days. It's a good, it's a good distance. We can use that same campsite. That same campsite as we did on the way. Nice. Yeah. And unless you would like to have any particular conversations on the road, I'm happy to fast forward you to Fosberg. I'd love being fast forwarded to Fosberg. <laughs> um, during the journey, uh, at certain times when you stop or even when you're not, Maynard will sort of lag behind and sort of look in one direction for a couple of minutes and start walking towards it. Then shake his head and rejoin you but he's just looking in other directions now and then you're right there maynard what um uh, you're not getting cold feet are you uh no no it's just that when you know when we were back at the castle um and i said the the crystal wanted me to or it was making me or I wanted to go north. It's it's still happening, but it's not it's not north anymore. It's somewhere else. It keeps changing. Hmm. This thing's a compass, it's a bloody bad one. 
Well, unless it's not meant to point north, but is meant to point towards something. Hey, could, could I try it? Would it be wisdom, maybe, for my characters? Pieces together that I'm out of character, sort of just. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Let's see. In fact, tell tell me, yeah, roll and then tell me what you're um what you're thinking. Yeah, so what I'm thinking is it's pointing at the queen because mm-hmm. that's the rest. Yeah, of the roll to see if you've noticed that. How, how's how's that for an eighteen? That that as with an eighteen, yeah, that seems like a thing that might be happening. Absolutely. What what way is it pointing now? I'm asking Maynard. I, I figured. Um, I will tell Maynard which way it's pointing. It's moved again. <laughs> it's been moving around sometimes it'll stop for hours at a time and then sometimes it'll gradually shift never very fast and it's never really pointed south of you for long but it is moving around and it is currently pointing northwest Maynard points northwest over there that's that's behind us right right now it's not like ahead of us yeah i mean you're currently heading southwest Sure, sure. So it's off to one side. If I were to guess, I'd say it's pointing at, if you're right, about it being, and I'm not saying you're not, about it being part of the crown, I'd guess it's pointing at the rest of the crown then. Just seems logical. You know, I hadn't thought about that, but that makes perfect sense. I mean, if this is a shard of the crown, which it is, then I suppose it would... It'll be magically linked to whatever it was a shard of, and if that's been worn by the Dragon Queen, oh Ooh, no! Means your dreams. Oh no! Mm. Can she actually physically wear the crown? I mean, we saw her. She was she was big, and if it's a normal humanoid, you know, oh, crown oh, shape. Please tell me that she wears it on like a fang or something. Yeah, that's, that like a grill. pinky ring or something. Like, what are we? I mean, I only saw the queen for a moment while we were in, um, we were in Fosberg, but yeah, I don't remember her wearing a crown unless she's got it hidden somewhere under a scale or or something. Maybe. Well, She's Amber. got quite a spiky head with, with multiple horns anyway. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ro? Oh, I was gonna say if I mean if, if you or Trick have seen seen her before, have you seen any does she wear jewelry? I mean you don't ever really see the queen up close. Oh. Well some people do very briefly. True. Those people generally don't live to tell the tale. No. Though I suppose long flight probably does. I'd think. Um, I don't know. I suppose she wears it on a noble somewhere. I just guess. Could be a, a lovely ring for a dragon. Yeah. Well, great. I'm having voyeuristic dreams of being the dragon queen. Yeah, that's I don't just, know, but that's I... just great. That's just that's just great. You don't happen to have any magic spells that stop you from dreaming or anything, do you? Um, well, as far as I know, there are only two things that stop you uh dreaming, and that's um 
being unconscious or and not asleep or being dead. And I don't want to do mm. either of those things a lot. Well, I, don't, I don't know what kind of spells you have. Also, I'm pretty sure in at least some version of D&D there is a spell, but yeah, anyway. I'm sure you're right. Uh, I have one that could stop people from scrying on you, but I don't think that's what this oh. is. And I... Oh. Well, that could be useful, because if it's going yeah. one way, who's to say it's not going the other way as well? I'm not willing to bet that the Queen can't tell she's being dream-followed. You know what I mean? Hey. What was happening in the dream? I was flying. I was beating my wings. I was breathing frost and killing and eating animals. Did it seem like you were looking for something? And the no. way, the direction that the the compass is sort of pulling you, it's not like, can you tell distance at all? Like, is it getting closer? Is she coming for us? Is the queen going to come here? Like, at I don't, us? I, I, don't, I don't think that she knows that this is happening. Otherwise... Mm. Maybe she would have sent somebody away to get this shard a long time ago. And we know that Azar has another piece, right? So if she's collecting them, she's not doing a good job of it. Maybe she can't tell at all. Well, that makes you wonder what Azar wants with them. I was about to say. Mm. No, that's why you're wrong. It doesn't make me wonder what Azar wants with them at all. Wandering things is how we get in this sort of mess, so let's just bring to it back. To be fair, keeping an eye on a very powerful dragon isn't a bad idea. Uh, you're not insinuating that we keep this, are you? Nobody's insinuating anything. Let's not have this conversation very loudly in the White Forest, anywhere in the White Forest. Let's just not do that. I, I, I've already gotten in a lot of trouble with this whole situation. I'm not really looking to get into anymore. Fine. Let's just let's just keep going. The sooner that it gets away from me, the better. And Trick will start up forcibly a very different topic of conversation as we move on. Oh, what a lovely squirrel that is! <laughs> oh, you don't see many of those this far south. Actually, you see that one. <laughs> <laughs> the party are treated to a discourse on the winter coats of forest animals. Mm. And you proceed. It, it will take you a couple of nights to get there. Maynard continues to have flying dreams. Less intensely than the first night. Less. It's, it's not that that's the only dream you have. But you do continue to sometimes have flying dreams. You continue to feel that subtle pull. It's like you vaguely forget which direction you were actually walking in. So you'll sit down for a 10 minute rest. And then when you get up, you'll be like, oh, yes, we're going this way. And have to be reminded that, no, we're, we're going that way. That that's the way we've been walking the whole time. Just because if you stop thinking about it, that's the direction your feet naturally turn. Let's be, uh, let's be glad that Maynard isn't a sleepwalker. Mm -hmm. That would be fun. <laughs> Thank you for this idea. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You do not sleepwalk, and um, 
around dusk on the third day, having pushed yourselves a bit to get there fast, you reach Vosburg. There is currently no dragon ensconced on the um, the plaza. At least you're pretty sure she's not there. Partly because Maynard says that the direct the the, the feeling is currently pointing away north again, mm. rather than down the street there, which you you hope means the dragon is not home, but you will be admitted to the uh, the civic centre on request. Here to see Azar, if you wouldn't mind. Cool. That was going to be my question, is which of these important NPCs would you like to uh, present yourself to? Azar. Oh, Trish just assumed. No, Azar's a good choice. He will come down to you, actually. Um, the halfling who's currently acting as a kind of receptionist gives you this little eye roll, not directed at you, but directed at the problem of Azar. <laughs> And says that he has an office and he is never in it. I will send someone to find him for you. And she sends a runner off. And it takes a good ten minutes for them to locate Azar and return with in him. In ten minutes, can we have a quiet conversation about what to do with this thing that Maynard found? Yeah, of course you can. You are not alone because there is. You are in basically a, a bare, a, a barely furnished stone room in a stone building, and there is a person acting as a receptionist still in this, but this room with you. So, mm-hmm. private yes, secret no. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> we all speak Elvish, right? Uh, yeah. So, who who raises this point? Because I don't think Drake would. I think Drake's just assuming at this point. About the rock. Should we give it to him? He has other ones. Maynard is clutching his bag of holding uh, very tightly in in his hands and instinctively, without thinking, says no. Knows his eyebrows very high. <laughs> Point one, Azar knows what he's about. Point two, and I jab my thumb at Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Point. I mean, I know we we should give the the crystal to Azar, and we will. I just, it just feels kind of hard to just give it away. That seems like all the more reason to do so you think so yeah you're you're freaking me out a little bit i'm gonna be honest here i mean i'm 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 freaked out too i don't if it has some kind of pull over you as useful as it could be to us i don't know that's a hard one to weigh um so he's expecting us to have found one and given where we found it i don't think he's gonna believe us if we say we didn't find it all signs point to give it over, eh? Now it's um, uh, Ben. Mm-hmm. Now that it's closer to the actual handing over of the rock, mm-hmm. how strong is that desire to not hand it over? Um, let me let me think up an analogy for you. 
You know the feeling that you should go straight home, but you want to go to the bakery? Right. It's not like a compulsion, and it's not that you've lost your senses or forgotten, you know, you're still perfectly capable of calculating risk and reward and all of that. And you know you should hand it over for all these very good reasons that everyone has given you, but you want to keep it. Okay. I got it. Azar finally shows up. He kind of puts one hand on the doorframe and leans into the room and says, ah, good, you're back. Come with me, come with me. And just leads you off um, around a corner and suddenly you're having a meeting in a stairwell because he, that's where he's decided is currently convenient. And he looks at you expectantly and says, were you successful? Oh, um, yes, we found... Of a, a very good collection of things. Excellent. Did you uh, clear the place thoroughly? Oh, yes, absolutely. Everything in there is dead. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. And it saves me from finishing the job. All right, show me what you've got. Is this show me what you've got? Like, oh, you might want a bit more space. We've got a whole suit of armor here. Yeah. Right, right. Um, office, yes. Where did I leave it? Takes you upstairs. <laughs> Does your office move? No, I just don't visit it often. I don't like people knowing where I am. You'd be amazed how many visitors you can avoid by not being in your office. Here we are. It's not a particularly large office. It's got like layers of personalization that suggests he inherited it off someone and didn't really particularly clear it out. He's just added layers added stuff as he feels like it has got a certain amount of dragon horde vibe to it because there is stuff piled up here and some of it is shiny and some of it is old looking he has a stack of hand-drawn maps and things on his desk although he also has at least three teacups in various stages of dried out um there is now space, although it's just floor, for you to unburden yourselves of your treasure. Maynard hands, Go ahead. Maynard hands over the bag of holding uh, to to Ember. Do do I actually know how a bag of holding works? Remember Rill explaining how he dumped out the first one that you all had? He did, he just turned it inside <laughs> yeah. out the first time. So that'll yeah. work as as far as just getting stuff out of the bag. Well, yes, you just, you just reach in and you think about the thing that you want to grab and then it will appear in your hand. Um, there's a lot of metal in there and you're stronger than me. Oh, okay. Uh, so I begin unloading everything. Yeah, you, you start pulling out fancy ancient swords and ordinary ancient swords and bits of armor and a certain amount of gold um, and a battle standard that comes out like Mary Poppins with the coat hangers. <laughs> <laughs> I have a list somewhere of, of the various sets of armor was the most valuable stuff, including yes. that beautiful gilded full plate set that makes a huge amount of clattering and, and the... makes Azar's eyes light up like, oh yes, that will work fine. And then... Lastly, while sort of cautiously looking at Maynard, pull out the 
shard in the oilcloth. He he nods. He nods at it. He he looks at it, nods, and just says very carefully to Aza, "Don't don't touch it with your hands." Aza looks up at you because he's he's currently um, crouched on the floor, sort of tallying the value of these various bits of armor in his head, and he looks up at you. Hmm. Holds his hand out to Ember to, to receive the wrapped up piece. Puts it in his pocket and says, are you speaking from experience? Maynard swallows hard and tries to get the read of expressions of everybody else in the room. Azar looks concerned. What sort of concerned? Is this like a they're on to me concerned? Or a, oh, are you okay concerned? Roll it. Yeah. <laughs> um... I rolled a 25 on insight, so... <laughs> what is your insight score? <laughs> it's plus five, so... <laughs> yeah. Not 20. Uh, I, I rolled a 17. Okay. Um, to be honest, a 17 is high enough. He's not trying to conceal his reactions. It's a combination of concerned for Maynard and concerned for how complicated this might make things. Hmm. And uh Rail Trick and Ember, what what are what are your expressions like? Uh being neutral. Nothing is like surprising me here. Yeah, I'm I'm I see no reason to like lie or anything. A little concerned, kind of suspicious, but <laughs> Rill is always kind of suspicious of most people, so that's nothing new. <laughs> Um, in that case, Maynard will look at Azar kind of sheepishly and say, yes, experience. I see. Um... He's cursed? Uh, I... Not exactly. Could you three give us a minute? Um, Maynard starts sweating. <laughs> Uh, if, you need, if you need help with anything magical, I can lend a hand. Yeah, anything that you need to say to Maynard, you can say in front of us. No, I can't. I think you can. <laughs> no, I really can't. Mm. Come on now, let's... let's Look, I'll be, I'll be alright. I promise I'm not going to hurt your friend. Okay, we'll be right outside. Ember saying this to Maynard. We'll be right outside, and you give a shout if you need to. Of course, of course. I'm sure Azar and I just wants to have some have a chat. I do. Can I listen at the door? <laughs> you totally can. Roll. Can I cast, roll a perception check? <laughs> can I clairvoyance and listen how, in? How long does clairvoyance take to cast? Uh, oh shit, never mind. We've been over this so many times. God damn it, I hate this spell, it's so useful and it takes so fucking long. Ugh. Yeah, is never it a mind. ten minute one or a minute one? No, it's a ten minute one. I thought it was a minute, because it lasts up to ten minutes, but it takes ten minutes to cast. Ten, ten minutes honestly seems excessive. So. Oh, God. It does, but oh. it's fine. A minute would take it out of combat spell, and a ten minutes just kind of makes it useless for this exact thing. Yeah, okay, well, Ember has perfectly good ears. They can listen at the door. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 19. Oh, yeah, you, you, you will you will probably catch most of this, yeah. You, you muffle through a wooden door. 
So you might yeah. be losing some nuance of um, tone, but you will catch the gist of this. So when the door closes behind them, Azar stands up and kind of perches on the edge of his desk, rests his hands on his knees, and says, do you know what it is? Yes. I cast Identify on it. That's okay. why I had to touch it. Well, that makes sense. Better than me, I just picked it up not thinking it would be a problem a few years ago. That oh. has some consequences. I see. Consequences? Do you think I'd be here without it? I don't understand. Okay. Uh, I've never actually had to have this talk with anyone before, so this is the talk, I guess. Um, you are in a complicated mystical sense that I do not fully understand, now part of the forest line of succession. Uh, um, excuse me? Yeah, we don't make a lot of noise about it because it's would put me in more danger than I get myself into, but... Look, I'm the heir apparent to the forest. Okay. Because I have these. He's pointing at the ones that he's got in his bracer. How many does he have in his bracer? Oh, eight or nine. Oh, geez, okay. The forest is... I mean, it's a place, but it's a place with boundaries that are more than just geography. And it's a place with an identity of its own, and the forest is embodied in the crown. And if you wear the crown, you are the monarch of the forest. And they used to bury the forest monarchs with a shrine to the merciful darks because dead monarchs of the forest tend to get up again. And having oh. the shrine there stops that. And now those shrines don't work because the god is dead. Oh. Oh. Right. Oh, no. So they, that's what Frostgaunts are. Which is why I hunt them. And the queen herself, does she possess these shards? She's wearing the crown. I mean, the, these are just little fragments that Dick to previous possessors of it, possessed by it. Is there any way to get rid of it? The this connection? I don't know. I mean it's not it's not literally a curse, but going and getting cursed removal spells wouldn't be a bad place to start. And these and the dreams. I, I presume you've had the dreams? Oh yeah, you get used to those. Oh good. Thank you. She doesn't seem to have them in reverse, if that makes you feel better. It doesn't, but thank you. Yeah. It might, it might fade if you went away. I, I don't know. I picked up mine. I came here. The forest wants things. It wants me to be here. I don't know if it wants the same from you. So far, all I felt is... This desire to go in one particular direction. Yeah. I always know where the Queen is, at least roughly. That's kind of useful for me. Probably less so for you. Well, yes, I don't intend to stay here forever. If you were one of your friends from the forest, this would be a different conversation. But you're not from here. I figure you don't particularly want to be drafted into the monarchy. 
Well, to be honest, I never thought about it. And I'd like to not continue thinking about it. Mm. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I can't tell my friends, can I? Basically, no. Because there's, there's not a rebellion. There's never been a rebellion in the forest. But there is discontent with how the Queen rules. Right. And she's probably safe, honestly, but I would prefer not to be murdered in my bed for the um, questionable title of heir. Murdered? Okay. He fishes your piece in the oilcloth out of his pocket and kind of waves it at you. Think you're probably fine at this point. Puts it back. Okay. But, yeah, I would really appreciate it if you didn't tell anyone, because... It's a pretty closely held secret, even around the palace, and I wouldn't have told you if you weren't stuck with it. Well, if you could point me well, into a, to, to someone who is a reputable curse remover, though any, I imagine... Any strong would... cleric would be where I would start. Very good. Okay. I, as I say, I haven't tried it myself. Oh no, I imagine you're fairly happy with your destiny. Well... As far as I can tell, dragons can live to be about a thousand, so the day is probably never coming. Yes, well, okay. Can I go now? Or, or can my friends come back yeah, in? Sorry, that, yeah, that's, that's all. Welcome to the complicatedness that is my life. Congratulations, welcome to the club. You can call your friends in, you can go. Actually, call your friends back in, there was something else. Of course. Um, Maynard will then open the door and try and look as normal as possible in that way that people look when they're trying to act normal on purpose. As Ember tries to look Ember normal as possible. much the same expression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, boy. Does, does he open the door and then you're all like... Crouched um, in front of it? Yeah, and then you open the no, door no, and you're no. like, no, no, no. You would have been Ember, Ember heard that. that you were... Uh, planning on letting us in, so Ember was already stepped back from the door, but they are very much wearing the expression of, like, secrets? What secrets? I don't know any secrets. Okay, so both <laughs> of you are looking just totally innocent, totally normal, everything's mm -hmm. fine. <laughs> this is how normal, non-suspicious people look and act. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. He lets you, you in and um, sort of stands to one side, doesn't really know what to do with his hands and just sort of waits for somebody else to talk. Azar is still sitting on the edge of his desk and he leans back and says, so this is a good haul. I've got other teams out. I think we're going to make it up, to be honest. This oh. is, I mean, this is two thirds of the way there. And wow. she likes old things and the armor's real good. So that and oh. some gems and some bits and pieces. I think we'll be so all right. We're good then? We're you don't need anything else from us? I'll need to check in with the steward, but I, I think you're okay. <sighs> Just you know, out of curiosity, do you do you have any more uh old spots on your map that we could maybe go take a look at later? Not the same kind. Not for Osgorn problems. Uh, Any... If I hunt through, I can find some other hot spots of trouble. There's always 
there's a lot of shadow crossings and fade gates in the forest, so there's always things popping up. Any Principes ruins? Principes ruins? Why would there be Principes ruins? They never got this far. Just wondering, just, you know. Don't think so. Had, had a... I, I can keep my ears out if that's something you're interested in, but if there was any, they, I mean, they'd all be along the border with the flat. Right, 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 of course. Well, thank you. Yeah, sure. Uh, ruins in general, things like to live indoors. So yeah. ruins are popular places to camp out from things that wander in. I can find you somewhere if you if you want to go and do some exterminations. But uh, do you? No, I don't think. I think we should probably uh, get well clear. Yeah. Maybe, maybe come by next year and when you've got yourself sorted out and ask again. Um, sure. I'm going to have a conversation with the steward. Getting late, so yeah, maybe, maybe pop by in the morning and I'll. No, you know what? Stick around. It's, it'll be. She'll still be here. Um, but um, sorry, didn't catch your name. Um, the he's pointing at real. The prisoners he introduces himself. <laughs> kind of surprised. The prisoners downstairs that you brought in last time. Mm-hmm. Have been asking to see you, you specifically. The dwarf wants to have a word. And given what you did to them last time you were here, I feel like you owe her that courtesy. What did you do to them? Ember is now That's... glaring at Rill. <laughs> also giving Rill a very hard look. Nothing they couldn't recover from. But where are they now? I'll go see them. Still down in the cells. All right. We'll go see them. They may be asking you for you specifically, but we're coming with this time, or at least I am. Right, Mom. Ember is still looking at you very sternly. <laughs> uh, Rill realizes his joke did not break the ice, and he just kind of <laughs> quietly... Okay. <laughs> All right, go, 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 go. You can wait outside when you're done. I'm going to go talk to the steward. Come on. Clear out. We clear up. There isn't actually a lock on any of these doors, so it's a little bit futile for him to tell you not to go in, but that's what he's done. He just kind of walks off, assuming that you know your way, which you more or less do, having been there last time. Can we just, like, corner Maynard and ask what the hell happened in that room somewhere, like, semi-private? <laughs> Return to the stairwell, and yeah. Right, we're back in the stairwell again. Oh, but see, here's the thing is that now I'm more interested in what the hell happened in that room. well what did he say oh um he said the dreams will go away and that just uh maybe see a a cleric to get rid of the nagging sense of needing to go somewhere other than that nothing oh oh i can take care of that tomorrow but that was it. Real looks at Ember and remembers the look on their face. <laughs> Didn't seem like that was just it. Well, it was. I know you're... I know we've only recently met, but you know you can trust us, right? Um, of course. And if... Are you insinuating that I'm, I'm lying to you? 
No, I just... I just... That seemed like a longer conversation than just that. And, you know, it appears people haven't been entirely forthright. <clears throat> Looking at right, Amber, let's Rill. Not, let's not press the fellow. It's, it's his business, isn't it? No, Fine. let's let's all let's all focus on what Rill has done. Buzz, or the cart, or the let's, one who's not telling us what's going to hell happened in that room. No, let's let's go to the prison and talk to these people that want to talk to you. Yeah, I'd be quite curious to hear what they've got to say. Layers at Maynard, but leads away down uh, <laughs> to the cells. <laughs> You have to knock because this door is actually ah yes well, well politely bolted knock. from the inside. But you knock and you you wait a minute or two and the door is opened and then opened further because honestly your party makes quite a distinctive group because there's not a lot of drow wandering around in the forest and the dwarf has specifically been asking to see that drow who was here last time so you are recognised and and allowed in and. The guard kind of narrows his eyes at you and says, let's not have any repeats, please. Chaperone's with me this time. Yeah, the dwarf wants to talk to you. Right then. They are all in set. So all four of your the people you brought in are in separate cells. The halfling has got three smallish, not quite matching apples, which she is teaching herself to juggle with. <laughs> and she freezes seeing you come in and drops one of the apples and then resolutely picks it back up and pointedly I'm ignoring you, I'm not dealing with this, everything's fine. One of the humans appears to actually be asleep. Um, the cleric is sitting cross-legged on his bedding with his eyes closed, possibly praying or meditating or something. The dwarf, having heard you come in, she's come forward and is standing just behind the bars of her cell, looking at you as you come in. You came back. I wasn't sure you would. Business to attend to, and heard you wanted to talk. Yeah. I... This is awkward. I need to ask you a favour. Let's go way, way up. You would ask me a favour. Yeah. And I'm not asking for your forgiveness, and I'm not asking for mercy. I'm just asking for help. I didn't do this for money. The wizards have had a relic, something that belongs to the dwarves, and they promised I could have it back if I did this job for them. And it needs to go back where it belongs in Brarogrin, but I can't take it there because I have something to pay for. So I'm asking you to do it for me. You don't have any reason to like me, but you don't need to like me, I, I am trying to keep faith with the dead. And there was a time when Drow cared about that. Do you know, do you know which one has it or where they keep it? They've got a museum. It's not a very good museum. They don't. They just like to have things and put them on display. They don't. Relics don't belong in museums. They belong. They've got a museum. I don't think they pay it very close attention, except as a place to stash things that they've found. It's a helm. 
it's a an iron helm it's got um it's got like bronze chasing on wings on the sides it it's sacred or it, it was no it still is doesn't it belongs in the great temple of stonewalker in browgrin it was worn by the high cleric to battle and lost on the surface and they, they found it it's the helm of stonewalker i given what they asked us to do in return for it i don't think they really cared that much but i do if you won't take it back you could um find some other dwarves to give it to make it their problem i survived that battle and i owe it to the people who didn't to get it, the relic back where it belongs maynard looks very touched by the story and says to real well i think that maybe we could yeah steps forward and bends down a little and sticks his hand through the bars she squares her shoulders and shakes her hand thank you that did the rest of you have high purposes for why you did this or were the rest of you doing it for money or I guess to help her? Help me mostly, I think. Yeah. Depends how high a purpose you think friendship is. And from the cell at the end where the halfling is probably listening at this point and not really learning to juggle it anymore, you hear her say, not quite high enough. Everybody's being very quiet. Yeah. Oriana is just like, um, what do I do now? <laughs> but she looks at the rest of you and says, and, and thank you too. I I know you don't have any more reason to help me than he does. Oh, you know, it's better than being in business school. Oh, that's that then. Suppose. To feel any better. They're, they've almost got the right amount of treasure back from various sources. So you might not I, be down here for much longer. I don't think they'll be letting us go. Hmm. Might see if I can have a word with them. I don't think you should be held here forever, but I do think you should... I don't know what I think. I wouldn't expect your job with the post guild back. <laughs> I'm not expecting to live out the month. You think they'll execute you? I give Ella this look of like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I think we're getting staked out on that plaza on Midsummer's Day. We have all the treasure. There's no need for that. Apparently, dragons take insult. Dragon doesn't know, or she shouldn't. Uh... Look, I don't know what a dragon knows and doesn't. I just know I'm still here and probably not going to live out another month. Mm-mm. If you can persuade them to let me meet her with an axe in hand, that I would appreciate. I want to say that you pose little threat to a gigantic dragon with an axe and therefore I wouldn't see the harm. But also, I think that might just be insulting to her. I'm not sure. With four of us and... Oh. Four of them. What? What? I'm not fighting the dragon. Don't, don't. has this calculating look where she is suddenly trying to figure out the actual odds on this. 
hasn't equally calculated look. Yeah. <laughs> is that card still there? And has he ever heard Yeah, that? the card is called White. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, right, let's not just, let's not just, let's not I, uh, speculate well, on yeah, high treason. Quite enough time to have this meeting. Yeah. Well, that's one way to close this scene out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I wanted you to pay for Tripsikori's death, but I don't think... I don't think treason's the answer, says the guard. I think treason is really far too much to be, uh, to be talking about. You've had your conversation, you've agreed your favour. Yeah, please. <laughs> don't get me in any more trouble. I like how this guard has gone from Drow are so fucked up to wow, apparently everybody from the Underdark is just nuts. They're talking literally about that. They've gone from you know favours, which fair enough to suddenly they're talking about regicide, just on a dime. <laughs> I mean, we were we were musing mutually about regicide. Excuse was- me, who's we? Yeah. unfortunately for anyone who may have wanted to continue that conversation the turn towards hey we could just team up to kill a dragon has gotten you kicked out of the cells (laughs) (laughs) we solved your ending a conversation puzzle (laughs) right so I guess we go back and um, see what the upshot is if we're in the clear you go back you wait around about five minutes. Um, I don't know whether you go in to Azar's office or whether you wait around outside. Um, I would knock on the door. I wouldn't just barge there, in. There is, there is no response when you knock. That's fair. I don't see any reason to be rude. Okay, so you stand about in the corridor and after maybe five minutes, Azar comes back, looking very perky with his hands in his pockets and says, you, my friends, are off the hook. Um, what what about those down in the cells? Oh, uh, they are very much on the hook, yeah. Are we talking, like, continued imprisonment? Are we talking... No, no, Em. <laughs> yeah. Under the impression that the Queen didn't have to know... Well, she about... doesn't, but the tithe is people as well. If it's not them, it's some other poor sucker who's probably... No exactly. More. And none other poor suckers try to steal her treasure. So just because you know these poor suckers, well, you know. We were given the impression it was either the treasure or people. No. Were you? Were we? We could, maybe we could find more treasure and... No, it's, it's, uh, she's a dragon and it's not negotiable. It's both. You could convince me, you could convince the steward. The queen is a dragon and she likes eating people. Yep. Well, and Ember just kind of storms out. Yeah. Is sort of done with everyone right now. (laughs) Azar just watches you with this shrug of, yeah, but I can't change it. (laughs) I'm absolutely sharing that shrug. Well, the dwarf down there at least asks to be to face her death with an accident hand, which I can't imagine would trouble the Queen too much. Oh, and um, and I kind of rummage around in my, um, I guess in my, in the, like the pockets of my pack. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note, I I took this off her, and I hand over the symbol of the Threadmaster, which I'm still carrying. Oh, 
Yeah, I think the cleric's threadmistress, isn't she? Isn't he? Oh, well, I'll, uh... She's not happy with him right now. Well... I thought the cleric was the dwarf. I'm getting confused. No, the, the, the cleric is one of the Yeah, yeah, no, no, there we go. <laughs> I always hit this myself. Yeah. It's fine. I all followed, it's fine. Well, if I was the god of law and order and people staying in their places, I don't suppose I'd be very happy with a murderous thief either. You know, I might actually be able to pull that one off. I'll have a word with them all. Not that it'll do much more than tickle. Well, I mean, there you go. I think it's important. And her, at least. I'll do, I'll do my best. I promise it. Secretly, Maynard desperately hopes that he is not sleeping when this execution happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Good. Uh, well, I should go. I should go back. You should go visit your family and... Yeah. Tell them everything's okay. See me next time you're looking for work. Well, uh, bear that in mind. Though. I mean, like pigs. Pigs is important. Thank you, Aza. Um, and Maynard makes guilty eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here anytime you need me. Of course. And with that, you as you follow Ember out of the palace and find yourselves lodgings for the night, I think we will close there. Starting the game at 10 to 10 is a bold decision. Let's do it. Uh, and I will be 100% at my best and smartest. Excellent. Should we hold off till next week, perhaps? Nah, let's do it. Let's came do it. here to be a wizard. We came here to play dungeons. We're going to play a dungeon. <laughs> Hell yeah.